Welcome to the Your Message Received podcast. And now, taking your message to the finish line, your host, John Duffin. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Your Message Received. Your Message Received is the home, the place, the platform to help you find your best, most true, authentic business voice. Hell, your most authentic voice. Use it all the time for every reason. Get what you want, find what you need, improve your results. Find that person in your dreams for the holidays, or maybe not. <laughs> Can't promise that last one. You might need to work on that on your own. But this is all about our and your arc to authenticity. Thank you for keep watching, listening, liking, sharing on iHeartMedia, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, if you're watching us, and I hope you are. Tell your friends, tell your family, and look, one of the coolest things is I can demonstrate today that I can help you with your arc to authenticity. You know why? Because it ain't just me. And that's the part I get excited about, which is I get to bring people on who walk the walk. And today is no exception. We get to welcome back one of our returning guests, and she's back for a reason. Uh, Katie Jordan, welcome back to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me again. I am super excited because even though it's been a short time since I was on here last, um, a lot of amazing things have happened. Folks, that's the coolest. Look, hey, one of those things is, and this was when Katie was here previously, we were hinting at it was about to break. Katie's a published author, which is so exciting to me because it's, it's out and done and you can benefit. The book's called Start Up or Start Over just start. And that to me is so exciting. First question right off the bat, what's it like? Because uh, I want to know <laughs> when you're holding copies of your book or when somebody tells you they saw or read the book and gives you any sort of feedback, what's it feel like for you? It is super exciting, surreal, and kind of crazy at the t- same time. I will never forget um, still makes me emotional now mm-hmm. the day that i opened up amazon and you know that you see so much stuff on amazon but you yeah. when you see your own name yep <laughs> that hits totally mm-hmm. different i was like so i'm taking pictures of the screen because i was like oh my gosh it's real you know it wasn't just some made-up fantasy or a dream that I woke up from. I'm living it. I. It's not just the fact that the content is excellent. I'm one of the I'm one of the many Amazon reviews. But what I'd also say is that it's that sense of done. Katie's a mom. Katie gets to, like I said, also is navigating several businesses since we last spoke. One of the cool things that's happening too is as Katie's business continues to morph, expand, and grow, we get the chance to talk more in regards to the coaching platform that Katie has created. But one of the things that I wanted to like, like touch upon, because I always believe that it's important that as people are creating and or morphing or pivoting their businesses, where does the authenticity come in? Because I believe that's what demonstrates your worth. When So if I got you right, the platform has now centered on 
targeting and or helping serving divorced women. Why did you feel it was so important to speak to them? Yes. So two years ago, I found myself separated. I've always felt this entrepreneurial sense of there is something more in life than what I'm currently doing. Um, so I work a full-time corporate job and two years ago, I found myself in a situation where I was, um, moving into my own place and separated, but at the same time, not really letting many people into what was actually going on. Mm. So I was dealing with a lot of fear, a lot of what ifs, a lack of confidence. Um, I did not tell my family that I was separated probably two or three months after it happened. And so I didn't realize that I am supposed to be coaching. Okay. I start this probably about almost six months into it. I have my first clients, things are good, but it still wasn't where I knew it was supposed to be. Okay. So I have this wide net cast that I'm just helping women. Okay. Now, fast forward to probably about think we're almost six months at six months mm -hmm. when we were at our last um mastermind together mm -hmm. and this actually happened just a few weeks before we went to this mastermind together that <clears throat> i have realized that talking about my separation and my divorce is not putting out there what was going on between us mm -hmm. or what that divorce looked like. My mission was and is to help women navigate that grief, that fear, that lack of confidence after a separation or a divorce. Mm -hmm. um, I've had some really aha moments lately because then fast forward to our last, this last mastermind right. and we were sitting there and I was sitting across from a woman that I barely, like, I just met that day. Mm -hmm. Okay. Had no idea what her backstory was or anything like that. Come to find out as the day went on and, and John can attest to this because he was sitting right next to me. Um, she was like looking at myself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. The fear of what's next. Right. Learning that she was currently going through a divorce it get reinforced that i'm where i'm supposed to be i'm doing what i'm supposed to be mm -hmm. so those affirmations keep coming um i had another one of somebody reaching out to me on behalf of someone else and she was telling me oh she you know people don't know and my initial thought and this was like mind blowing to me because my initial thought was, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Didn't know well, what? how many people had that she was going through a divorce? Okay. Who 
my initial reaction was totally, oh my gosh, I didn't know, right? So let and me then, stop for a moment, because this is when you just say, oh my gosh, I didn't know. Um, one of the very first questions I wanted to come back to was early on in, 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 in the exchange, which is you're saying, I didn't tell my family for a few months. Why? Because I was ashamed. I didn't want them to say anything negative. I remember actually saying I wanted to be a stronger person so that I didn't just fall apart. Okay. Did you think that, because I, I love this correlation, love is an odd choice of words for what was a very difficult time for you and this other person, but uh, forgive me for laughing, but it's, but it's the connection I'm, I'm yeah. getting is the secrecy, because I feel like it, it, it's, it's when I can speak to, I'm not divorced, but I would say, but I can speak to times when I'm afraid and I know I do shut down and isolate. And so it's one of those things where, when did you realize it was safe, no pun intended, for you to come out, for you to be able to say, just even to your family, hey, this is the reality right now. How long did it take for you to do that originally? Um, it was a good while. I mean... A couple months, a couple weeks, a couple days? A uh, month. Yeah, oh my God. Okay, see, this is why... So I'm, I'm hearing yeah. that. And the, it's very interesting because the job that I have right now right. outside of coaching mm -hmm. is helping people, being a problem solver. Mm -hmm. And there were days that it was like, Phew. but I still had to show up for other people. Mm -hmm. And that sometimes was challenging. Mm -hmm. Folks, if you're listening, Katie and I had a previous conversation and go back to it and listen to the first one. That's always fun for me in terms of the conversation continuations uh, where we were both talking about being people pleasers. So why I reference that at this immediate moment is that sense of what you just said, which we're talking about. You want to show up for other people. And it's like, so you're carrying this, this burden. And, and then you've got to show off for other people on top of it. How are you at that time? Do you remember? Because I love the fact that in the beginning of the conversation, you just said, yeah, it's only been a brief time, but so much has changed. So I'm only referencing this, this initial stuff for the transformation. But for me, it, it, it's always interesting. And like, how were you able to show up for other people when you were carrying that? How did you make, how did you push yourself to do it? I knew at the end of the day that I still had to, I didn't have choice really mm -hmm. because my daughter still depended on me, mm -hmm. you know, and I knew that I was going to figure out a way to be okay through all of it, even though initially you're not, you know, and a hard part of that is, and I know we're getting ready to go into that season right now that if the holiday season for someone who has been separated or divorced and especially when it's that first one mm -hmm. can be tumultuous you know but I'm here to tell you there is light <laughs> because last Thanksgiving 
I laugh at this because it's so funny to me. Oh, please. I am very extroverted. So I get my energy from other people, right? Mm -hmm. I remember my daughter was with her dad and I stayed at home in my pajamas, mm -hmm. which if you know me, that's a rarity. I don't do that very often. Right. I had what I wanted for lunch. I didn't have to worry about what somebody else thought I should cook. I, I'm pretty sure I had pot roast that day. Oh, that just sounds so comforting um, yeah. <laughs> and warm. <laughs> I, um, I love watching the parades. So I did that. I allowed myself to be me. Mm. I had choices of places to go. I had things that I could do, but I didn't want to do any of that because my whole life and so many of you, I'm sure can attest to this, especially around the holidays. You're always doing what somebody else's else wants. You mm -hmm. don't take that opportunity to step back and say, you know what? This is what I want. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that. And I don't care what other people think. Mm -hmm. Now that's a huge thing. If you can literally say, I don't care what other people think. You know, I know that it's not what everybody thinks I should be doing, but it's what I know I should be doing. And that is huge. So that's the self-care part that I think is so important in regards to anyone's transformation. You, you've you embodied that. Uh, folks, too, we were referencing to one, uh, if anyone is watching, I'm sorry, I'm going to say that better. When anyone from All Star Coaching is watching or listening, Dave Scatcherd, we need you. Uh, and this is the mastermind that we're talking about. One of the things that I think is so prevalent is I've had the chance personally, people have said that sometimes about me, but let's focus on what matters, which is you, which is the sense that you watch people change and transform. And it's not just an, an ad for all-star coaching. It's the sense you get this window. And so when you're talking about that sense that I'm choosing to do whatever the hell I want for Thanksgiving, right? Uh, I'll eat whatever I please. And this is good news. How long do you think it took? That was Thanksgiving, and, and you said it was last year, Thanksgiving. So how long do you think it took? Because no one's complete and no one needs to be. But how long did you think it took for you to realize how important it was to be true to you? Um, 40-some years. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> See, that's um, you and I have something in common. Uh, <laughs> it is because I'm like, I remember saying to myself one day, hmm. how is it? And I guess it's better late than never. Or better. Oh, I'll, it just get you. When so you like, talk about just start, that's to me the yeah. most beautiful part. How are you at 40 plus years old? And yes, I, I'm not ashamed to say it. I just turned 45. Wow, 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 wow. Wouldn't have guessed, but that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. How are you saying this to myself? How are you just now feeling like you're actually figuring it out? Mm -hmm. I had mm -hmm. some, mm -hmm. you know, Self-care is so huge and society does not, we might start be starting to get a little better about it, but I was always felt like self-care is selfish uh, okay? Okay. because how dare you take time away 
from your family, from your ch child, from your job. How dare you take time to take care of yourself and rejuvenate yourself? When in reality, it's the exact opposite of that. And I can attest to that in the way that I show up as a mother, because when I am recharged and excited and things like that, it translates to how I'm mother, which I don't feel like I have to do a whole lot because my child's easy. Um, but it makes me Credit show to you. you know? <laughs> it makes me show up in such a different way. You know, parenting a small child and you have to remind yourself of this is they're just learning how to deal with the emotions and the feelings. Mm -hmm. And it is our job to help them navigate that. Well, we haven't always had that or we didn't have that. So learning to do that and listening mm -hmm. is amazing. Mm -hmm. I feel it's so important that you get to share that because I think that one of the things that that, that I've gotten to witness is the sense it's, it, the transformation is we're all a work in progress. But when you're able to at least open the door, step out of the people pleasing mode, I think it's so much it, it benefits other people. Obviously, you're the priority here, uh, and and you know, in the old stealing the old airline analogy of the face mask uh, or yep. the air mask or whatever um but as you know what i mean but but the fact is it it i feel like it immediately manifests like that when you're able to be like legit authentic uh rather than like i i don't deserve this i how dare i you know what i mean choose to eat pot roast when you're supposed to eat turkey and uh, you know i mean like that kind of craziness but i i'm convinced that it get it that sadly that reaches to other people. So we talked this, like I said, and you've brought her up, and I love this. You've got a young daughter. Um, what are like I said, how do you see it in your daughter that sense of being more true, authentic? Um, she's told me that before. Mm, that's okay. So she cool. told me, uh I can't even remember the exact situation, mm -hmm. but she basically told me that I needed to have more confidence in myself. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, hello. That just came from my six-year-old. Mm -hmm. I was like, ooh, what? Mm -hmm. You know, um, there is something else that we do that is part of this survival guide that I have written for women um that I do on a daily basis is I write I am statements and one day I asked her I said hey this is what I'm doing what would you add to it I don't know what I thought she was gonna say right but I wasn't quite prepared for what she did say ah which is she said I am bold I am beautiful I am me uh, mm. and I don't think you guys can oh there's a lot of things going on right outside the camera over here but um it's written down because 
How sad is that, that it took my six-year-old to say that to me because that was not things I was writing down. Right, okay, got it, got it. I feel as if it's amazing. That's why I, I think it's so important to, I, 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 as I've learned, I ain't telling anybody what to do, but I'm just saying from what I've seen, that it that's why it's like of course it benefits you when you're more true and right um but i'm gonna say this it, it one of the things i think about is i want to also acknowledge the process that that's why i was asking questions in regards to the hows and whys and and that's the sort of thing like like i'll, I'll ask the question first which is how we talked about you said it took months to be able to start to get there do you remember when you started to do it not the exact moment that's hard that but what i mean is do you remember when things were like changing in your mind about the way you saw yourself or getting through or taking the steps to get through a divorce i had all of these things like in 10 different directions i had um, a couple of different coaches. I, and this is what is interesting to me because I don't think, I don't even know how to say this. Mm. In all the coaches and all of the help that I had, no one specifically specialized in divorce. Mm. Mm. I don't know if that was because I was in denial for a long time. Right. Because I knew I was still getting help, but it, there are some things that it could have helped more specifically. Oh. Um, you know, for instance, the emotions that come up when you go through things for the first time and you're like, I don't know, something happened over the summer. Yeah. And you think, oh, I'm, you know, two years post-separation. You think, I don't know what in my head thinks these things are not going to happen. Mm -hmm. You're not, there is always going to continually be a first for something, mm -hmm. you know, whether it comes to your child, whether it comes to the ex, um, things like that. And that is something that waylaid me out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. That is why I think it is so mm. important for me to be so specific mm -hmm. about the women that I'm helping. You know, right. because I can directly speak to, oh my gosh, I don't know how long it was every Saturday night when she left, I cried, there was a pit in my stomach, you know, it happens. Then what do you turn around and do with the silence, you know? Mm -hmm. And I know that there, there's moms on the other end of the spectrum that would just love to have five minutes to themselves because they're doing it full-time on their own all the time. Right. And I get that and I can help them in some ways, but I can't really relate to what that is like. And I know that that is hard. Mm -hmm. See, I think that's the operative words here is I know, I feel like there's nothing, I, in fact, I think there's everything right about narrowing the scope. And I, I, there's two things that were running through my mind that I could compare it to. I don't know how accurate the comparison is, but you said a couple of things 
that that just really spoke to me, which was that first part of these emotions or feelings or situations that just occur. And you're thinking two years in, wait a minute, why am I surprised or why am I feeling a certain way? Or and and I'm equating that to loss or grieving. And 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 I can I would have to think that from a family dynamic when there is a major change that's exactly what's going on uh and and also what i was going to add is that sense of like i client who became a friend this is years ago and she was talking about losing her dad and i remember that other people were putting timelines on her in regards to how long she should grieve and nobody was that specific or hard-nosed but she would be like months later, not years, months, somebody would just go to her like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're doing better now, right? And, and I remember she got outraged and she said to me, and, and I remember it was like, she said, it's like, how dare they tell me how long I get to feel a certain way? And I think what's really important is that reminder that it's like for you, you just brought it up two years in. Here's the thing that I find even more interesting, which is, as you said, oh, I can't believe that when you're saying, I can't believe when that came up that I didn't. This is why I do think it's so important to specialize because I think that's how people actually know. You know, people speak to people that grieve because they're the only ones that get it. People speak, like for me, the other thing, like, like I was in an alcoholic situation my own my own I created it for close to 30 years and in my young 40s I finally got help and and they're the ones that said they're the best the best people to talk to were those that walk through it so that's that's all that's what that's about so why I'm saying all of that is I acknowledge the fact that you even are transparent enough to act as if that's bad news that you're surprised you know what I mean it's like I'm happily and sadly i think we just keep getting surprises over the years so let me ask you so with all of that sorry that i was going to say that it, it's so you're in your mind you're like okay this is why i need to do this this is why i need to do this what was it like when you first started when you tightened the lens it was confirmation after confirmation mm -hmm. and perfect example of this is the I had been up at 3 a.m. and I had a full day and then at about I think it was 5 30 that same night I had a call with a client who is newly going through a divorce you know mm. I'm talking like just a few weeks ago and that call was supposed to last half an hour. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It lasted an hour. Mm. Most people would have been, you know, I'm so yeah. tired. There is nothing more fulfilling mm -hmm. than knowing you are helping people mm -hmm. and that you are bringing value to their lives she walked away knowing hey 
Katie can truly help me in this because she's been there. And I'm going to be honest, I am not for everybody and I'm definitely not therapy, but I'm about helping women create that plan mm. to be able to start moving forward. That blueprint that is going to get you where you want to go. Because a lot of times when you end up in that separation in that divorce situation, you're like, well, I thought my life was going one way and now it's going some way completely different. And you don't even know what that might look like. Right, right. So it's kind of regrouping, not being so hard on yourself, right. allowing yourself to have some of those feelings. But just like I tell my six-year-old, which she needs to remind me sometimes, hmm. it's okay to have those feelings. We just can't stay in those feelings. Hmm. Hmm. So knowing that, I, someone that I admire um, was speaking on a different topic, but they said something that was kind of like bone chilling to me when they talk about that, that sense of like the decisions you make. Hey, the worst thing you can do with a, a, having a cloudy head and making decisions. I can relate to that in a million reasons, um, but I've never gone through a divorce. So I would ask you at this point, which is, how do you are you able to help people in regards to just making their head a little less cloudy because i feel like one of the most crippling damaging things is making decisions including i'll put this off till tomorrow because i'm a basket case how do you help people and i know you're not a therapist but how do you help people just as you said start to move well, therapists really can help you dig into the past and working through some of that and why that causes some of your decision-making and some of your things now. Right. So helping that in, here's what I have to remind myself sometimes yeah. because I have come, I'm not, you're not on the other side, but I'm definitely in a different place than I was two years ago. That's awesome. Right? You could be like the Sherpa <laughs> guiding people, right? So when, and here is part of the thing. I'm yeah. not, it's two part here. Right. So I, it seemed so elementary to me now. Mm. Mm. But what I help with then was not elementary that was life changing mm -hmm. i developed a morning routine mm, okay and, I, and here is what i also say is not everyone has to have a morning routine because people think i'm insane sometimes because i get up between 3 and 4 a.m and this morning i my body woke up at 3 30 and i was like okay what are we doing i don't need to be up that early um but walking through steps with when you are in such turmoil you yeah. Yeah. forget you don't see the beauty in life or the things that you do have to be grateful for because mm -hmm. some days that's just going to be the breath that you take while you're still in bed because you can't get out of bed right okay so gratitude is part of that mm -hmm. um meditations and i used to think meditating well what the heck is that yeah. you know it's just about bringing your mind back and some more clarity. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I start my day with that. And then the third one that is super powerful in 
very easy and you guys heard me reference that already today is I am statements. So I am statements can be things that you feel now or things that you want to be in the future. Mm. Mm -hmm. You know how long that it took me to actually look in my, look myself in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. How long? Uh, Probably my whole life up until maybe six months ago. So it was six months ago that you were able to work up the courage to acknowledge yourself. When you did, do you remember what it felt like? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, when you started to realize that, I don't see this as a singular defining moment. I love the process. So you finally worked up the card, which is great. I'm I'm leaning into the word finally, which has nothing to do with what I'm actually asking. So I apologize for the, the yeah. poor choice of words, but it's, you got there. And then when you get there, what's it like? Overwhelming. It still huh. is. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can see me because we're on right. we're video and audio. Right and audio. Yeah, you see in here. Um. It brings up a lot of emotions because mm-hmm. how many times through life, or some people even their whole lives, they don't understand their true worth mm. and their true beauty and what people around them see in them. That is, is a super powerful thing when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, that's what they see. Mm. And you it too mm-hmm. there is nothing like that so i am only asking all that first of all thank you for acknowledging all that but here's why i'm saying it, and all this laughing which is this it's like you're saying it took me until my 40s and it's like and by the way me too and i'm a whole lot older than that so it's like i hear that number and i think oh my god so you've got like double minimal double that to go and who knows but i feel like it could be it could be so i feel like that's why it's so important i think in terms of these arcs the process when somebody like you a guide a sherpa an expert in going through you are an expert in going through and i feel like that's a lot but to me it's all the point of one of the things that I think people were like, oh, yeah, well, I didn't do it until X or, you know, I'm just getting to it. And it's like, it's okay. You're getting there. You're getting there. And I mean, God, Some of my best years are still ahead of me. And I I don't know. I, here's hoping I was going to knock on a glass table. So that's not going to help us. But I was going to say, uh, but it's that sense of right. You're getting there. So you've created this blueprint this survival guide and all that sort of thing. What was going through your mind in terms of, okay, I got, I want to lay this out. I got all this newfound energy and freedom and blah, 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 blah. How'd you put it together? And I don't mean the bullet points. I said, I simply mean what was, what was important for you in terms of needing to convey to somebody? Well, that was a whole process in itself. Yeah, I'm always curious for this. Like what mattered to you that needed to get conveyed? I started out as I was going to write an ebook, And I was like, it just didn't, like it didn't feel right. I didn't, I didn't want to do that. I just wrote a chapter in a book that was published. So I was like, let's do something different. 
-hmm. And so when I decided on a guide, because I pieced all these things together Mm -hmm. for myself. Mm -hmm. And part of that transition period or that arc of authenticity is being able to translate that in real world experience. Mm -hmm. Part of the thing for me was allowing, (laughs) this was the hard part because I didn't, I had made it so far from where I was, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go back. Well, when I take that advice that I gave my six-year-old daughter about, it's okay, you just don't stay there. Mm-hmm. That is where I feel like I am more engaged and let myself feel those emotions and mm-hmm. know that somebody else is feeling that exact same thing. So in writing the guide, I went back and just like we talked about, it started with the mind. How many women have I heard from or seen? I don't have confidence. How do I get back my confidence? Mm-hmm. And you have to start in your mind because first of all, you have to believe that you're worthy. Mm-hmm. And so many people, and that's men, women across the board, sure. you've been worn down mm-hmm. and you don't feel that. So you have to believe that about yourself. Um so it is, you know, that mindset and working through and building that confidence up. And then it's also, I have one section of the guide and this is really my favorite. And it's part of it is you've done one of these with me when yeah. we wrote things down on the paper, like releasing the grief and the mm-hmm. shame or not the, the guilt and the shame. The guilt and the shame. Yeah. One of the activities in this guide is writing those things down, surrounding your divorce. Why did you feel that way? Mm-hmm. You know, John and I have talked before, I think it was what, one in two people are divorced now or Oh, well, one out of two. And so that's why, why when you talk about the secrecy and I'm afraid to tell, as you said earlier in the conversation, where women are like, I don't know, or you're focusing on women. It's like, well, I don't want to share this because I'm a failure. I was wrong. It was my fault. It was all that sort of thing. I can't look people in the eye again. And it's one out of two. So it's like, that seems like a hell of a, if, if somebody said to me, there's a one in two chance that you're going to be speaking at every major arena in the country, but you'd need to do X, I would jump at it because it's like, oh my God, those odds are great. So now you're like, right? Yeah. Oh, it's like, right. So you're realizing and sharing and reminding people that this is not a high crime. Yeah. Um, So that activity is you write it down, right? And then you burn it. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 There's something energetically that you release it and you let it go. And just like last December folks by the way we did this in real life last December December of 2022 we did this in real life including the burning uh big fire pit outside (laughs) we actually did this so when Katie speaks she speaks in a very literal sense anyway sorry go ahead um and then the third portion of that survival guide Mm -hmm. is so now you've done some of the work to figure out okay my judgment or my thinking is not so right. cloudy that I can start 
thinking about a future because when you're in the beginning of the stages of that stuff you are not thinking about the future and what that's going to look like mm -hmm. um because i can tell you from personal experience things that happened two years ago that i'm like oh should have done that differently mm -hmm. you know but i didn't know any better because i was in that i didn't have anybody really there's an old school is expression that I still find relevant when you say something like that, which is you'll hear people say based upon prior decisions or what occurred to them years or decades ago, hey, they did the best they could with the information they had. And I feel like one of the best release forms that you can give somebody is the gift. It's not even forgiveness it, it, because that's saying what you did was wrong and bad. And but you know what I mean? It, it, it's more of a case. It's like, all right, you made the call based on what you knew at the time. Um, one of the things I was going to say where I'm so impressed why this matters is because when you talked about going back, uh, I think that's, I think the coolest thing about this is the bravery because I'm literally picturing going back and reopening the door like an old horror movie. I've done this. I mean, and I felt that. And and even worse, I haven't opened the door because it's like, oh, well, okay, uh, no. Um, you got the chainsaws a factor. No, no. Um, but you did. You have, and you've done that. I'll ask you in the process, how do you suggest people even take the baby steps to get started? Um, to do well, that, singular, just to do that. There's, I mean, really surrounding yourself with mm -hmm. people who have been there, who are going through it, mm -hmm. um, is really a great place to start. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's part of the reason, like, here's a funny side note of that is uh, yeah. I started, I originally started a Facebook group and then I was like, you know what, that's not where my heart is mm -hmm. at. And then I joined some of these other divorced ones and I'm like, they, you can't do this. Guys, I got kicked out of one. Um, but it wasn't like for the wrong reasons. It's because I truly just genuinely, because people are like, well, we need to be able to meet up. And I was like, okay, well, let's do it. You know, yeah. that's kind of how I, yeah. that, that got me in trouble. So <laughs> that also made me have this moment of, oh my gosh, I'm just going to create my own. And then it's, when we recorded this, I am already at almost 30 members within just two weeks. 30. Mm -hmm. So I remember when it was zero. Um, <laughs> oh my God, 30 members. Okay. This is sick. Cool. Um, continue. Like I said, so what is it that you're, that you want to have, not even accomplish? What is it that, like in your level of service and or like, what do you, for these 30 and growing, what is it you want to be able to do? What makes yours different in that sense that, oh, they didn't want to do X. What do you want to do? Um, I really want to empower women to know that they are going to get through this mm. and to start to rebuild that confidence mm. you know, and continue to add value to their lives, knowing that, um, you know, outside of that, there's so much more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love this because I, it, that has to be 
for somebody who's walking into the group and it's like that I'm always like, so what makes yours different? Why do I choose you? How, I say that not in a finger pointing, but in a degree of somebody who's feeling really vulnerable or questioning their every move because they've been, how do you make this group feel included? And maybe the word is safe that they made the right call. How do you make them feel that way? Um, it's very interesting that you use the word includer. Yeah. Um, because that is actually one of my strengths. And I genuinely feel like if we can find a common ground, and unfortunately, this is not such a fun common ground, but that mm -hmm. we can support each other and move forward. And I have to tell you something about, and this just makes me chuckle, because in a safe place, I feel like this is even better, but the the feature that people can post in a group anonymously now, yeah, I feel like it's almost a little more freeing now if you're trying to build up your confidence to say something that you wanted to say. Mm. But that in this group, you're going to get genuine, honest mm -hmm. feedback, mm -hmm. not just... You know, because I have some pretty amazing women in there that are, I think some of them are like 15 plus years post their divorce. The numbers matter. That's great. You know, all the way up to last week mm -hmm. kind of thing. And to have that gamut in people to see that, you know, there is hope. Everybody's timeline looks different. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely believe that putting together what I have learned right. is definitely going to help somebody's timeline move a little quicker than maybe what it would have been or not moved at all on their own. I find, I, I love the way you're describing this, by the way. And, and it's like when you, even when you just said that is like, Hey, well, this is not necessarily a fun thing that bonds us. Um, but it's a necessary, important, crucial thing. Because I, I was comparing it a little bit. I, I go to 12-step meetings, and, and that's been part of my DNA now for a couple of decades. And I only bring that up because that sense of when you were describing summer 15 years and summer as recently as last week, I love that. Here's a question in regards to that. Do you? I'm just curious. Do you find that the people in the group uh, that you're able to help gravitate more toward the experience level that's closest to them or are they amenable to no wrong answer i'm just curious you know like or are they amenable to hearing everyone's pov like the 15 year person you know speaking to the one with a couple of weeks i'm just always curious how to like the dynamic that you get to facilitate it kind of depends on the situation mm -hmm. um because there are a lot of things that some of my friends in that group that are, you know, 15 years out or, you know, whatever the amount of their time is, are like, I can't relate to that. Right. You know? um, one funny example of that mm -hmm. is like online dating. Mm -hmm. They're like, that didn't really exist. when oh, I was it didn't exist for me for know, 15 years ago. It just didn't. 
there are different challenges because we have the opportunity to have so many resources at our fingertips that maybe somebody didn't have at 15 years ago. Ah, okay. Okay. You know, yeah. These right here, podcast, you know. Social media groups, the, just the group that you formed. You, I don't know, like I get these social media anniversary reminders, memories from whatever, right? And it's like, I don't have any memories from 20 years ago. I don't mean me personally. I have, but yeah, yeah. It's fading. It's fading, but there's still a lot there. But you know what I mean? But it's like, but I don't have any at zero because they weren't there to have. And that's why I'm saying I I just think it's wonderful that you've got this, 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 this wide spectrum of experience that's available. You know what I really like? I love the fact that, that you embrace that. You know, I think one of the cool things in terms of your own that I've gotten to observe is that sense that it's like, you don't need to be the boss. You don't need to be, you know, the one with all the answers. (laughs) And it's like, and I see that and I feel like it resonates from you. And I think that's really important, you know, just as people are going through, like the, why would I choose you? I, I tend to gravitate away when somebody thinks they have all the answers no do that no 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 yeah and you're like oh oh no thanks not my thing uh this definitely sounds like what you're facilitating maybe i'm wrong but what it sounds like you're facilitating is some sort of this blueprint for of attraction rather than uh forced entry does it feel right to you i think i I love to be more of the facilitator. Yeah, why? You know, because it goes back to like that morning routine. Mm-hmm. Not my routine does not work for everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have to take on a certain amount of personal responsibility to make something like that work. Mm-hmm. So here I am helping to give you the answers. Now, whether you take them or not, that's up to you. Because you will still have to find a certain way to do that, mm-hmm. you know. I find I have it. another client. Yeah, go works, ahead, do it. She works seventy hours a week. She's right. like, I don't know that I can do. I know that I can do more, but how do I do that? You know. Mm-hmm. Part of that is her responsibility. Mm-hmm. I can tell you till I'm blue in the face, but until you actually put pen to paper and do it, mm-hmm. that's on you. So I think that's a beautiful van blueprint. And I love when you say I'd rather be the facilitator. Uh, I'm curious in terms of I, I've, get, I've got such a much clearer picture because you've been so cool and transparent in terms of you, what's coming from you, which I find so important when people are trying to help others, that you're, you're generous enough to add all of this in regards to yourself and and get information from other people, which I think is really impressive. But I'm curious, you talked about, I'm going back, um, with the affirmations that you talk about, uh, this weird question, but it came to me, which is like, so you told me about your daughters and I think they're, you know, tell me again, uh, I'm beautiful, I'm, I'm, I'm going out of secrets. I am bold, oh. I am beautiful, I am me. So here's the question. I am bold, I am beautiful, I am me. How do you think, what affirmations do you think your daughter would use to describe you? 
She thinks I'm famous for one thing. Famous. <laughs> um, man, you got me out of left field here, John. <laughs> um, that I'm an amazing mom, mm -hmm. and that I love her. Mm. See, it's important. I always appreciate when someone, when you get to feel that too. That's great, great, because you, you're so generous in terms of service, help, solutions. But I love the fact you get to benefit from this as well. And that's one of the ways. I'll also ask you, how would you define authenticity as it relates to you? Not being afraid of what others would think so that that creates a barrier to being authentic because when mm -hmm. you're a people pleaser you basically write off your own authenticity mm -hmm. because you are trying to be authentically who someone else thinks you should be really mm -hmm. And once you start building that confidence and you have those boundaries and you start believing in yourself that, you know what, I don't care what other people think. That's a big thing to say because it's so easy to say, but to actually do, I mean, I know you know what I'm talking about, John, oh, that oh. the authenticity really comes from when you can shed the people pleasing, what society thinks you should do, how they think you should be. And really like, what are the things in my heart that brings me joy? Mm. Do I like to help other people mm. or do I like to do something else mm -hmm. and truly living in that? Mm. Not just because somebody thinks you should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that, that sense of fulfillment um, and the knowing. You keep coming back to that's the most powerful thing. It's almost like a bell ringing that says, I know, I know, I know. And you don't sell that. And I, that's the part that I think is so powerful is you do know. And I think it's so important to help. So speaking of help, first of all, I acknowledge you. Katie Jordan, I think you're an incredible uh, person, friend, colleague, uh, all-star mastermind uh, member. And I also think you do an incredible service, which is why I wanted you back. The easy question, I hope, I hope, is would you come back again? Of course. Yay. Then you I will. You that's great. I, but, but I, it, it's just, listen, that's, that. I think that's half the people, please, or I just want to make sure you will, because I'd have been sad if you said no. And I love that. Now, the survival guide is out. The book is out. How do we, the survival guide, I will have the code and or the link in the bio, folks. You don't have to sweat that. That will be there. You don't have to start reading off www. No one gets it. So that'll be in the link. We'll make that easy. The Amazon book link, absolutely easy. What is the best other ways, including to get to you? Um, you can also order the book from my link, which I oh okay okay to sign a copy and send to people. That's oh. all right. Let's, let's make certain that's there. You'll sign a copy for them. Huh? Oh. Uh, I know that some people don't like that, but like that's me. That's that human connection in mm -hmm. me that I want to have with other people. Love it. 
And the other portion of that is if you want to get a little more deeper dive into what is going on, mm -hmm. the Women Supporting Women post-separation and divorce, that group um, is a great place to start as well. Okay, then that has to be there as well, too. I acknowledge you. I think you did an amazing job. I'm thrilled that you are so transparent. I think the path just feels like so much more true and right, to, to certainly for divorced women. But I'll just speak for me that it's like when somebody is giving you steps, just steps to move, um, showing you rather than just telling you, I think that's an amazing route to authenticity. I acknowledge you, Katie Jordan. Thanks so much for showing up for me. I am wildly grateful. You, the conversation was beautiful and I thank you. Thank you, John. I look forward to coming back as well. I love it. I love it. Hey, folks, you've just had it, heard another episode of Your Message Received. Keep watching, liking, sharing. Tell your family and your friends. Be good to yourselves. John Duffin here with Duffin Media. Have a fantastic day, and we will talk soon. Bye. And now, making its way across the finish line, Your Message Received has been a production of Duffin Media.